fruitfulness. 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 Okay, let's start from here. Isaiah 66 1. Isaiah 66 1. Isaiah 66 1. Dados Kevra Diagatas. Isaiah 66 1. Yes, sir. Thus saith the Lord. Okay. The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build? Okay, stop me? there. It's a the Lord. It's that it's the Lord that is speaking, and He said, "Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool." Um, we have a certain mindset about God. That is not big enough. Because if you read this scripture, so for the Bible says the heaven is his throne. Now, when you go to Menshia Palace, you'll find the palace there. You'll find a room in that palace where the throne of the king is. Now, it usually comes with a footstool that when he sits on his throne, his legs are now, or his foot is now placed on the footstool. His throne is in his palace, which is in the region of the Ashanti region, which is in the country of Ghana, which is in the continent of Africa. The Bible says when it comes to God, the heaven is his throne. It is not a chair chair somewhere in heaven that he sits on. The entirety of the heaven is his throne. The whole earth, all the continents, all the oceans, everything put together, animals and everything put together as round as the globe is supposed to be. All the earth is his footstool. So when he sits in the heavens, the earth is just something that his, his feet are on. Are you with me? In other words, look at the magnitude of the person we are talking about. The size of the person, the, the, the domain of the person we are talking about. That is the God that we are serving. Now, some of you, that's why, when you don't have this understanding, when you come to church and you are worshiping, it's like, it's like you are doing yourself some way. But you don't understand that this chair you are seated on is on in this small church, in this small Agoba, in this small Ghana. And that whole earth that this chair is part of is something he puts his leg on. You humble yourself. Are you with me now? The heavens is his throne. The earth is his footstool. Now, the Bible says that in Genesis, God comes and says, let there be and there was. He creates everything. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, it says, let us create man in our image and after our likeness. And let him have dominion. Now, after creating man, the Bible says in verse 28. Now, think about it carefully. If you are God in the elements I have just described, in the dimensions I have just opened your eyes, where the heavens is his throne and the earth is his footstool, and you create in relation to your supremacy and authority and power and non-entity like a human being, what should be the first thing you are telling the person? The first thing you should be telling this person is, you better worship me because I am everything. You better bow down to me and serve me well. 
But the Bible says God never said any of these things to man when he created. The first thing God told man is that be fruitful and multiply. After creating man, his instruction, first instruction, in other words, one of the most important things as far as this kingdom is concerned is fruitfulness. You know God does not have authority. How many of you know that? God does not have authority. Anybody who has authority is under somebody. In fact, those who did political science will tell you that authority is delegated power. So anybody who is operating with authority is under authority. Under somebody else's power and he is borrowing that power to act. So God is not under, because the Bible says he looked everywhere and there was no other name by which he should swear. And so after that he swore by himself because there is no other name above his name. Are you with me now? So, so Jesus, the Bible says when Jesus now came to the earth as flesh, he says all authority has been given to me because now he's Jesus on, on the earth as flesh. So he needed to operate by the power of his father in heaven. Remember the other, the Bible says Jesus met a man. And after that, he met this man. The man said, I, I, I don't even want you to come to my house. Just speak a word and my servant to be healed. And he went on to say, because I am a person under authority. And I say to one, go, and he goes. I say to another, come, and he comes. Because their relationship, authority relationship is such that anybody who has authority must be under somebody. So God is not under authority. He has power. All power belongs to him, the Bible says. All power belongs to him. And if it is true that all power belongs to him, he's all-powerful, omnipotent. That's why his omnipotence, you know, is exhibited. And he has created man. And he's not telling man to worship him. But the first thing he's telling this man is that you must be fruitful and multiply. It means that anybody who is not being fruitful, there's a problem somewhere. Are you with me now? Anybody not being fruitful, there's a problem. Because it matters to Look, it, when, when a person is dying, the words they say are very important. How many of you know that? Very, very important. Even for us humans, the first words our children say are quite important to us. Go to some homes when the father and the mother, they are battling because they want the child to mention either mama or dada first. In my house, I'm always the winner. What are you talking about? Even if it's not true, how would you know? Amen. So, so words are important. Especially when you want to initiate a move. You want to, when, when people are getting married, after they have exchanged their vows, there are things that are spoken over them for them to go and begin their journey. Are you with me now? So God has created man and the first thing he's telling man is not worship me. It's not be good. It's not, you know, um, do well. It's that be fruitful. It's a command. Be fruitful and more. In fact, it is not a suggestion, it's a command. So much so that when they refused to multiply and fill the earth in the days of the Tower of Babel, God Himself came and scattered them because He was insistent on enforcing the law and the commandment of multiply. So, anybody who is not being fruitful, that's a problem. Are we on the same page? Like I always do, we will always pick the concept from the Old Testament and, and then try and bridge it into the New Testament. So, but before then, also for Psalm 1. 
We'll do one to three. Psalm one, one to three. The book of Psalm one. Yes, sir. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, uh-huh. nor standeth in the way of sinners, or sit nor sitteth in, in the seat of the scornful. But his, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And, on and in his law, law do he meditate, meditate day, and, day night. and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water okay. that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Mm-hmm. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The Bible is describing a man who is blessed, a man who is in tandem with the move of God, who is not, you know, walking in the way of sinners or sitting in the seat of the scornful, but he is in alignment with heaven's perspective for him. And he says, one of the ways you will know of such a man is that the man is fruitful to the extent that he brings forth his fruits in its season and that his leaves don't wither. And whatever he will do, prosper. Whatever he does, prospers. Hallelujah. Look at somebody say, fruitfulness, fruitfulness. Why is it important to be fruitful? Why? 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 So number one, I've told you it's a command from Genesis 1, 28. It's a command. You, you, you must be fruitful. Number two, it is a proof of your discipleship. You know, it's important to be fruitful in many, many areas. In your home, you must be fruitful. In your marriage, you must be fruitful. In your business, you must be fruitful. Only four people have caught the revelation that are responding, amen. In your ministry, you must be fruitful. In your family, you must be fruitful. You see, the fact that you were born into a poor family does not mean a poor family must come out of you. Are you with me now? The fact that you are born into a family that is struggling does not mean a struggling family must come out of you. You must be the bar stop where it ends, where another journey begins, where the, the story of fruitfulness is told. So it is the evidence or proof of your discipleship. John 15, 8. You know, there are three, in the New Testament that I have seen, there are three Things Jesus says are proof that you are his disciples or show that you are his disciples. Jesus speaks about them. There are three of them. One is in John 15, 8. John 15, 8. Yes. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Read it again. Herein is my Father glorified. So number one, this is how my Father is glorified. That ye bear much, fruit, that you will bear fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. So then will you be my disciples. He's saying that my father is glorified in your fruitfulness, which also includes fruitfulness of winning souls. True or false? Only four people answered. True or false? Six people have joined. True or false? Yeah, which, which also means. Fruitfulness in winning of souls. Not only your business, not only your marriage, not only the things that are 
physically expedient, but also things that are spiritually relevant. He says, this is how my father is glorified. It means that it is okay to say, I glorify you. That's one level. But there's another level where God himself assumes the glory. He doesn't need you to tell him, I glorify you. Just by your seeds, just by your fruits and your fruitfulness. The Bible says, herein is my father glorified. So when there begins to be fruits in your life, God is in heaven and he's glorified in what you are doing, what my son is doing, what my daughter is doing. He, he receives the glory even without you opening your mouth. You see, because talk, they say, is cheap. Anybody can say anything. Have you forgotten the things people have told you before? It's one thing to do a thing. It's another thing to say it. So simply saying, I glorify you, Lord, may not necessarily be an act in the glorification of God. But the moment fruits begin to show and display, be displayed in your life, there is no argument, there is no ambiguity. God himself is glorified in the presence of fruits. In fact, he's so concerned and interested in fruits that after creation, when he planted, he, he said, let there be and there was, let there be and there was. He intentionally created trees that had the ability to reproduce after their kind by ensuring that they had seeds. So the Bible calls them seed-bearing plants. So that after the ones that he has initiated by his will and power, after that, they will be able to replicate sin and work in that eternal fruitfulness. And so, one of the proofs that a person is a disciple says, and then you will be a One of the proofs of discipleship in this kingdom is fruits. Because it is impossible to carry the DNA of a person and not show the things that the person also has, phenotypically. However the person looks, if you carry the DNA, something about them will, run, it will show. And so if God is a God of fruitfulness and we are his disciples, we ought to, there has to be an evidence. And so he says, in this way, there, there, I told you there are three other, there are two other ways apart from this. He says, if you love one another as I have loved you, then you are my disciples. The other place he says, if you abide in my word, then you are my disciples. Look at the, the category that fruitfulness is in. First one says, if you love one, the Bible says there is none greater. Love is the greatest. Are you with me? And it says, if you love, then you are my disciple. Okay. Then it says, if you abide in my word, you know the word. In the beginning was the word, the word was to God, the word was God. It says, the world was made by the word. The word is of prominence in our kingdom. And it says, if you abide in the word, then you are my disciple. So look at the level that God is also adding food to. He's adding into the category of love, the category of the word. If you abide in the word, if you love, and also if you have a fruitful in your life, then you are my disciple. Ask somebody, are you God's disciple? Are you Christ's disciple? So, number, it is a proof of your discipleship. Number two, we've already said number one is a command. Number two is a proof of your disciple. Number three, it, it brings glory to God. It brings glory to God. It brings glory. Imagine, just, just let's, let's take out maybe the spiritual um, interpretations and, and get very practical. Let's say in your office, in your office, you're one of the best staff. Whenever it comes to work, your diligence shows your, your, the level of 
of, of, of um, excellence that you apply to your work. I mean, everybody is saying it and everybody is talking about it. When they are looking for somebody to come and do a job, you are the one that is on everybody's mind. When, when there is something to be done, you are the one that is recommended. And, and everybody also knows that you are a Christian. You don't play with your chest life, your prayer life and everything. You know how much glory that brings to God. How much glory? Because when people look at you, they don't see problems. When they look at you, they don't see somebody who says one thing and that's another thing. When they look at you, they don't see somebody who doesn't look like they know what they're about in life. When they look, they actually see somebody who is a solution to life's problems. And they begin to ask themselves, oh, this one, I don't even know. Hey, this one, of course, one of our people came to me and said, you know, my church, my office guys are giving me pressure. They said, there's a new boss that has come around and as for this boss, he's worrying everybody. And so they told me, you know, um, um, Mr. So-and-so, please, please go, and, go and sow a seed in your, in your, in, on your altar for us. We know the way your altar has been doing it. So we beg, go, just go and sow a seed on your altar. And he told me we're laughing about it. But it means that a certain impact has been made somewhere in the office. That in the face of adversity, they didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. They didn't say, let's go and write a letter. Here you are very prayerful. At the end of the day, how can you convince me to come to church? Like, ha! Because me, I go to the club to go and enjoy, have fun. And I'll still pass more than you. So what is happening? What is going on? Why should I follow you? Somebody is angry with me already, but, but may God have mercy on us. Somebody say, Amen. At the end of the day, I'll tell you what I'm saying. I'll tell you there's, there's no, there must be food in your office there must be food in your business there must be food the, the fruitfulness must show okay. do you know that the command to be fruitful was not given to Christians it's in your bible it said and after God created Adam God said Adam you are now a Christian so go and be fruitful is that what God said God was, he says, let us make man. And then he told man be fruitful. So man is supposed to be fruitful. Now if the man is in Christ, he has an advantage to be more fruitful. Are you with me? But it does not also mean that if somebody is not in Christ, he will not be fruitful. But you have an advantage. And so if you who has an advantage is failing at being fruitful and the people in the world are excelling, it means you have, you, have, you have misunderstood your mandate and your work with God. There is something wrong somewhere. There, there has to be a realignment and a, 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 a shaking of your cognitive process. There's a reason I'm ministering or preaching on fruitfulness because I'm preparing your heart and your mind for 2024 already. Hallelujah. I said what? I'm preparing your heart and your mind for 2024. The kind of fruits we will bear. People will suspect us. You didn't hear what I said. 
accept people will suspect us. <laughs> the kind of results we will produce by the grace of God. People ask questions. You know, I was telling my wife this morning, I said, the, the, the past two years, you know, we're just mourning and grieving and we're in a state of transition and so we're very calm. After daddy passed, we just wanted to take our time to readjust. We didn't want to do anything drastic. 2024. Sudden shift. Because now we must bear fruit and the fruit must remain. Are you with me now? Look at somebody say, you are under command to go and bear fruit. Okay. There's somebody in this church, in this place right now. Years ago, I used to meet some of the young men and I used to challenge them. I used to drive them. I used to, I used to make them give physical targets that they wanted for their lives. See, because if you are not intentional and it will be part of the past three of this sermon, they're not intentional about creating a system that forces growth, a structure that forces growth. Any growth that came by, um, by heart or it just appeared does not have a system that will sustain it. So a growth that is without a structure has no future. Now, so I used to meet them and force myself, okay, all of you write 10 things, 1st January, 10 things you want, you want to see in your life by the end of the year. Oh, they will write, they are writing things. We put it in an envelope and seal it in my office. 31st December, I summon all of them. Everybody, this is what you wrote. Open it. How many of these have you been able to do? To do? How many of these have you been able to do? Some of them would have intentionally met them. Some of them, they've even forgotten what they wrote. Now, I'm saying this. There's one of them who I remember that some years ago. Years ago. He wrote, I told them as part of all the things you are writing, one of them must be a financial target that by the end of the year Father help me to save this amount help me to save this amount so he wrote he wrote Father help me to save 10,000 cities that was his dream that was his his heart beloved we didn't even get to match he had crossed 10,000 already and finished the year with over 100,000 he didn't know how he, he didn't know how. Uh, this, this is years ago. If, if it wasn't for the way human beings behave, I would have shown you the person. I see human beings are someone. The moment I show you the person, everybody will remember they have a, a financial problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. My point is, fruitfulness is possible. It, is, it doesn't matter who you are. If some of you see, you are waiting for, you are just there with your legs crossed, your arms akimbo, waiting for a miracle. Just waiting. When the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord, it's not the kind of waiting you are thinking. It is the kind of waiting that waiters do. Waiters, wait. The kind of waiting. Where they are, they are waiters. That is their waiting. They are, they are in service and they are waiting. They are in movement. They are waiting. They are, they are, are there. They are just waiting for God. Waiting, waiting for you to, I want this. And they go and get, they are waiting. That is the kind of waiting he's talking about. Not go home and sleep and say, I'm waiting on God. Look at someone say, be fruitful. Look at another say, be fruitful. Are you with me now? Okay. 
What number are we on now? Number four. Fruitfulness attracts. It attracts. Isaiah 60, 1 to 3. It attracts. Arise, shine, for your light has come. It says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But it said, The glory of the Lord shall arise. And it says, Kings shall come to the brightness of thy rising. Kings shall come to the brightness of thy rising. It was important that God, you know, Scripture asks brightness of your rising because not every rising is accompanied by brightness. Are you with me now? Not every rising. There are people who rise because it's not sponsored by light or the light of God. There is no brightness associated with it. It is either by their own mechanisms or their own schemes or from the pit of hell. So they are rising, but there's no brightness. There's no glory associated with it. But when it is sponsored by God, when God is the one backing the rising, obviously there has to be brightness. So it says, kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. They will be attracted. You know who a king is? Recently I saw the king of the Ashanti kingdom moving to a funeral or something. Did you see the convoy? Moving. Go to the UK and see the king. In Kenwai when he tells. Go to other places. The king of Swaziland. Go to other The Bible says, kings shall come to the it's not only talking about people who bear the title king. It's talking about people of prominence. People of influence. Because you see, when you go to a, a bank and you see the CEO, you have just seen the king of this kingdom. Are you with me now? You have just encountered the king. Of, who can decide to employ you and change your life? Or sack you and finish you? The king of that domain. Kings shall come. When a man begins to be fruitful, suffer, people, it just attracts. It attracts every kind of person. It attracts good people. It attracts bad people, but it's attractive. Everybody who is doing well, people will now begin to tell stories of how they know you. Oh, how they used to play football with you. How they used to grow up with you. They, you were in the same neighborhood. When you are failing, nobody wants to be associated with you. Oh, this, I, I've never seen him in my life. Who is he? Really? Nobody, nobody wants to be associated. Even Jesus, when they arrested him, the person he told, I will make you fishers of men, said, I don't know him. The person said, I'll die for you. I said, I'll die for you. He was, he was ready. In fact, he cut somebody's ears for Jesus. When they arrested him now, I said, oh God, I don't know you. <laughs> You're on your own. When people, are, when you are fruitful, it's attractive. Young ladies, some of you have to be fruitful so you attract correct people into your life. When you begin to be fruitful, you realize that the thing you have been calling love is not love. It even changes your definition of love. Because some are not actually looking for love. They are looking for somebody to do what their father couldn't do.
But when you are fruitful by yourself, there are people who can't even come. They, they are, kings now begin to be attracted to their brightness. You, are, you are attract kings, certain kings, royalty, people of influence and substance. So fruitfulness is attractive. As a ministry, when we begin to become fruitful, it will become very attractive. You didn't hear me. I said to become very attractive. Imagine they have come and the testimonies and the power of God and the word is deep and the glory of the Lord and the healings and the anointing, the presence is so strong. I mean, and apart from all the spiritual elements, the place is air conditioned, there's a carpet, they are comfortable. When you're winning souls, it's easy. You know. Because everybody wants to be associated with something else. Something they don't have to explain. Fruits. When you have fruits to show, even your boss can easily promote you and not feel like their judgment will be questioned. Some of you, the reason they haven't promoted you is if they promote you now, they are afraid. Whether what you will do next will come and make people ask, what did you see in here before you promoted it? It is attractive. Somebody just sees you and wants to help you. I had a story of a man who um, went to one of these Arab countries, met some people there, and just because of how he came and how he carried himself and the fruits he had, they just decided to sign a deal with him worth millions of dollars. Just give him the money. You go and do the business. When you get the profit, bring it to us. Not for just like that. Go and, go and do it. When you bring it to us. I had a story of a man. God just opened a door for him. He went, went to Turkey somewhere, roaming the streets of Turkey. Somebody just meets him and says, Oh, you're always coming here. Why won't you go and establish my company in your country? He comes, establishes his dream world. He goes back. The person's father also says, Oh, you don't like me. You have come to establish my son's business in your country. Why won't you do mine? And these people are putting their own money, sending the goods, paying for the place. And you sell, bring us our, our money and keep your profit. When the father saw the son's business is doing well in Ghana, he is now pushing, come and do mine too in your Fruits. Right now, right now, you have 1,000 cities. You, you, are not, you are not being fruitful with that 1,000 cities in their business because in your mind, oh, they say so. You are waiting for somebody to give you 20,000. Madam, you are the man who has been shown. Because with the thousand, the fruits must begin to show. It may not be much, but at the level of what you have, it will begin to show. Look, my father, those days, used to support, give certain people. It was intentional. He just give certain people money. Okay, you, go and start. You say, what do you want to do? I want to do clothes business. Take, go and start. What do you want to do? Food business. Take, go and start. Do you know, none of them was able to sustain the business. In fact, there's, there are some of them he gave them more than once, once, twice, three, four times. They didn't have food to show. A person who is fruitless can never become fruitful just because you give them capital. Are you with me? 
a person who is failing at pastoring two people will not suddenly become a fruitful pastor if you give him thousand congregations. If you give him thousand, he will pull the numbers back to the two that he is. It's the reason why it's awful. You have given some people cells, they have collapsed themselves. Because they are fruitless entities, they are not bearing any fruit. That's the reason. If you like, select your most committed member and they will, kill, they will collapse all. Because they don't understand fruitfulness. They don't. How they behave in their life is how they, they, they want to attack everything in the house of the Lord. Yeah, they are fruitless. Watch how, how they come to church. Watch. Watch them. They will come late and they will pocket and, and be give, given attitude while they walk in. They want fruit. In the presence of the one who the Bible says the earth is full soon. Then you want it, you will do it yourself. Have you forgotten what he said the other day? He said, I will build my church and the gates of hate shall not prevail. Now, the God that on his own says, I will build my church. You think he can't build your life? Even the church, he says, I will build. How much more your life? You have forgotten that you are the church also. So when he says, I will build the church, apart from an institution, he's also talking about you. But the thing is that if you decide that I am not his church, then what you have decided is that I don't need him to build me. So when the gates of hate come, you will have to deal with it on your own. Are you with me now? Because even in the physical, when you plant something and it must be fruitful, there are organisms and entities that fight fruitfulness. There are... There are um, um, Michael came to plant something. Where's Mike? Michael came to plant some flowers in my house. After planting them, he went two, two weeks later. Some, what, what do you call them? Some organisms have decided to take over. They've started chewing the flowers. They are chewing. So he has to now come and spray and things. Because whatever you are trying to be fruitful at, there's a system set up to work against your fruits. So your attitude will show whether you truly want to be fruitful. It will show. It will show. Look at someone say, be fruitful, be fruitful, be fruitful. Or look at another say, be fruitful. So fruitfulness attracts. It says, Gentiles shall come to the brightness of your rising. Okana unyan rising, you know. Unyan ye fruitful, no. Ah, brightness, gamba, you know. Why your hand time say peacock? Why your hand time say peacock? Then, have you seen a peacock before? That's on honorable we are No, to two tata. Then yeah. So do you think God can trust you with that level of rising? If already at this level you are unstoppable. Kings to There are some men. Listen, also, there are some men. The reason they can't rise is because of how they feed their wives. You can't rise because at this your level, oh bony pain is so. At this your level, you can't wound it. At this your level, you're untouchable. Now, if you were God, 
are you trustworthy of the rising of the fruits you are looking for? If God hands over that level of fruit to you, Jesus, your wife is dead. So in order to save your wife's life, God is keeping you at that level. Somebody's angry. I've told you, 2024, prepare yourself. If you'll be angry, please start being angry now. What are you talking about? Kings shall come to the brightness of thy rising. People now just want to be want to be associated with you. People just want to be your friend. There are places I go to, and you'll be there as well. I don't even know the person from Adam. Recently, Pastor Morgan was telling me she went to the hospital and had a conversation with the doctor. And while they were speaking, the doctor said, so, where do you go to church? He mentioned PV, he said, oh, Apostle Joseph, oh, I know him, I know him. I know him. I've been listening to his podcast. Every, I know him. I don't know him from Adam. I've never seen him before in my life. He said, oh, I know him. I've been following him. In fact, when he went to pray for Prophet Dr. Kofi I was even watching live. But the word he preached, this is what he said. Do you know that if I had done something crazy and she mentioned the church's name, the man would have said, oh, sir, and moved on. And he would have thought in his head, without actually saying it. But because it is something good, he wants to be associated with it. He wants to. Things shall come to the brightness of your life. I pray for you. May you rise in the name of Jesus. You didn't hear me. I said, may you rise in the name of Jesus. In your industry, in your area of, 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 of work, in whatever place, domain you find yourself, may you have the full expression of the fruitfulness that God can give. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout your loudest amen. amen. Finally, finally, finally. Fruitfulness answers. It answers. How does it answer? Number one, it leads to answered prayers. It leads to answered prayers. It leads to answered prayers. So we read John 15, start from 1. Start from 1. John 15. Yes, yeah, start from 1. So, so it answers. How? Number 1, it leads to answered prayers. The book of John 15, yes, sir. 1. I am the true vine. I am the true vine. And my father is the husband. There are many vines, but I am the true vine. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit. Away. He will cut it. Every branch that bears fruit. But every branch that bears fruit. He purges it. He will purge it. That it may bring forth. So that it can bring forth much fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken okay. unto you. Abide in me. Abide in me. And I, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, mm-hmm. except it abides in the vine. All right. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. 
I am the vine, ye are the branches. Okay. He that abides in me, I in him. The same bring forth much fruit. Because for without me you ye can do can nothing. Do nothing. Yes. Right. If a man abides not in me, mm-hmm. he is cast forth as a branch okay. and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, mm. and they are burned. Yes, if ye abide in me, but if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, and my words in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Okay. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Last verse. And the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my All love. Right. So it's talking about abiding and being fruitful. And it says if you abide and you are fruitful, then everything that you ask him, he will do it for you. Everything that you ask him. I went to preach for somebody, so whilst preaching. So um, Freddie and others were with me. And it says, yeah, what should you see people like, and these are not just ordinary people. But if you see the car they have come to park outside, and they are standing in front of the wall, whoever is about to enter, you say, Please, give me a second. They themselves will go there, go and check, spray the place, grab the place again. For oh, you can go. Everybody, and they were on their feet at that place whilst I was ministering till I finished preaching. So when we come, we were discussing. I said, what? Somebody, what? Say, is it, it is not surprising, therefore, that God has lifted a person like this. Are you with me? I spoke to a friend of mine. I went to see him this week with Pastor Michael. We were speaking. And my friend is doing so well. He was my mate at Presec. He's doing so well. In fact, years ago, they even gave him an award for uh, 40 under 40, something, something, something. He's doing excellently in life. So we're speaking, and he said, you know, Asofu, you, you are my brother, so I can share some of my secrets with you of how I've made it. So people don't know, but my number one key is tithing. I said, ah, oh, but I know you. I mean, I went to school with you. I know he was entertainment prefect in my year group. So, I, I mean, come on, let's get serious. He said, yeah. People see what they know on the outside, and they think that that's it. But what they, they don't know, I have two secrets. Number one, it's tithing. Pastor Michael he was sitting by me in their, in their uh, boardroom. We're having the conversation. He said, tithing. And then he said, okay, let me show you something. He pulled his, um, what do you call it, phone. He pulled his phone. Then he began to show me the number of churches, persons, and organizations he tithes to every single month. So there are about six or seven of them. About seven of them. He said, one of them is where I grew up when I was young. That's where they taught me. So they gave me foundation. One of them is where I go now. One of them is this. One of them is that. One of them is that. Each of them, he's citing 6,000 cities to them every month. 6,000. Wow, so calm down. Don't behave like having calm down. Oh, I didn't say. 
So for every man. So if there are seven, six times seven, you're saying 42,000. Every month. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He showed me I can the, the first one goes to his church. I see this pam 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 or every month. Then he opened his YouTube watch at the end there. History to show me. Otabe, 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 Otabe. One gospel, Otabe. He said, you see, people think that it is automatic. They don't know the things I do to enforce fruits that I'm getting. I was just quiet watching him. I said, this system you have created, it will sustain you. I said, the system you have created will sustain you. Bermena, Oteha, thousand city salary. And okay, you are not being faithful in it. They are looking for food. So even with your thousand city salary, they have to beg you and shake you and turn you upside down and tell you stories. You see, if you are looking for such a thing, you know that me, I'll never tell you a story. I'll never beg you. I'll never coax you. So you, if you are in a place like this, you can become very comfortable with not paying tithe. And you will still be there. Because I expect maturity. I see. Okay. Wow. There's a friend of, of yours I'll give a prophetic word to. So you give it to him. The one in green. I'll give, I'll give it to you to give it to him, but maybe not today. I'm processing it. His nickname is Exhibit. Don't worry. If you don't know me, I'll help you. It's not, it's not a problem. I'll help you. So there's something I say, not today, but I'm seeing, I'm seeing her and I'm seeing Exhibit. Some people also call him Kwesi. Just sitting there. You know Kwesi? You don't know it's called Exhibit? Okay. <laughs> so, where was I? Yeah. Fruitfulness. I was speaking to somebody in church on Tuesday. I was telling him one of the commitments I have made to God, one of the vows I made to him. And my people know, I said, no, in any year, nobody should give more than me in this church. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, nobody should give more. So sometimes I give like I'm crazy. And people don't understand. I have a commitment to God. I've made that vow that God, as far as I have breath in me, if somebody comes to church today and gives one million cities, I must give one million and ten cities to you in this kingdom. That is my system. That is my system. Because I believe in the fruits that God helps a man to produce. That he helps a man to produce. Hallelujah. The fruits that God helps a man to produce. You know Enoch. Who is Enoch? Your brother. Okay. You let me let me continue. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. Yahweh Sabao. Yahweh Sabao. Yahweh Sabao. Yahweh. Yahweh Sabao. Yahweh. You know how I know you people didn't join 
prayer wall. We use this song for prayer wall. So if you had joined prayer wall, you would have seen it. And That's a matter. I keep on my fruits. So it answers, it leads to answering life's questions. It leads to answering life's questions when you are fruitful. Oh, it answers life's questions. You know, it answers life's questions. The question is, God, for how long will I walk? The answer is in your fruits. <laughs> so my people are, everybody, I'm always fighting for church. So the answer is in your fruit. God, for how long would I be in a rented house? You and I know God will never drop the house from heaven for you. So it must be connected to your fruits so that you'll be able to answer that question. I have told my wife that I want to have 10 children. Hey, Zane. Ah, me, I say I want to have 10 children. That's the age. Is it your age? Or your children are missing? You have not gotten to half yet, car. The only problem is that, you see, the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. The multiplication must be in correlation to the fruitfulness. You, you don't just get up and start being fruitful. And sorry, start multiplying when you haven't born fruits. So I've told her, the only thing I will say there is if the fruits delay. But if the fruitfulness comes early, oh my. Oh, Obebano, Obebana, a drama, keyboard is a trumpeter, sax, like, Obi cameraman. Ten children, Obia. For me, my father had three children. You see, I was playing the bass guitar for him. My brother was playing the keyboard for him. My sister, who was singing for my father, is now singing for me. So imagine if we were ten. Because see, instrumentalists are annoying. When you want them to come to church, they will talk, they will, when they want to come, come for rehearsals, they won't come. Because they think they can press keyboard, they can play bass and drums. If I have 10 children, when I'm coming, they are all coming. No, I'm in a different season. <laughs> if you are easily offended, this season is not for you. What are you talking about? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for fruits. The answer to that question of 10 children is in the fruits. So fruits answer questions. I remember when we were in university, Pastor Rafael and Lady Olivia, they always say, oh, they'll give birth to eight children. Eight children. Eight children. Today, if you ask them, when is the next one? They want to slap you. <laughs> you saying it is one thing, though. If you don't have the fruits to back what you are saying. If you don't have the fruit. It answers life's questions. Answers like some of you in Kenya are saying, champion. Oh, and come man force for the code. Yeah, MIT. 
when you want to stick a same and sense stick a same in and then you'll be far over far Kumasi Legonesa Cape Coast Legonesa fruits answers life's questions you are believing God to do well in your business it is the fruits that will answer that question look as a ministry do you know the things you want to do the, the things you want to do I've told them that there's a season coming Everybody, all maybe 200 of us carrying packed food. Everybody's carrying like 10 or 20. We are on the streets of Agogba. We just meet you. God loves you. When eat your love and as you are eating, just understand the love of God. God loves you. Take your who did your love in a, a can't say more. Say God loves me. There is a way that can provoke a different rema beyond you go to church. What do you do in church? Come and visit my church. It's good, but there are levels to this. Are you with me now? So, fruit answers questions. It answers where are your fruits? All of us here have questions life is asking us. Oh, it's asking us questions. vacation, young vacation. And yes, I had the year of vacation in Libya. It's the family corner. It's a different proposition. Your fruits will answer questions. I'm always fighting with Pastor Michael. I said, I don't, I honestly feel in my heart when people sit on the chairs they are sitting on because it's very uncomfortable when I try it. Oh, are you comfortable? Me, it's not comfortable when I sit on the chair as you know. So I've told him we have to do something about it. But he has to be fruitful to solve that problem. He has to begin to be fruitful. The dream chair I've had for you to sit comfortable. The dream chair. But we need to be fruitful. Fruit answers life's questions. See, if you are not fruitful, when they do family meeting, they don't call you. It's like they've even forgotten you exist. But when you are fruitful, they will have to wait for you to come. They won't make, take any decision. They will have to wait for you. They need you to, to commit. They need you to also agree so that when they are justifying why they took the decision, oh, even Mr. So so and so was here when we took the decision. When you are fruitless, when you are resigning from the office, everybody is happy. They are excited. Don't tell you about behind your back. Ah, thank God. Thank Jesus. When you are very fruitful, they, they don't know what to do. They are, they are sad. I remember when, when um, Deacon Ruth was leaving her office, going to another, the people were actually crying. She was leaving her financial institution, going somewhere. They were crying. Why are you going? Why? They, hey, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's leaving the job and you are crying. On you, we're seeing you. Their fruits are evident. Evident. Oh, dear, try tomorrow when playfully submit your resignation. Like they are playing. <laughs> you even step out of the door, your replacement will start working. We must be fruitful. 
food it's answers questions some people are asking you're always in church you ask, oh, what, what has your God done for you when you produce food they can't question you anymore because you have brought answers you have brought what? answers now we are going to do something next week we are starting practical fruitfulness so everybody must bring one soul to church Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.